0: Charm Diamond Centers.
1: Okay, not bad, but remember, those three little words carry a lot of weight. Has to save 50 years of a family-owned business. Charm
0: Diamond Centers.
2: Dylan, think lifetime diamond guarantee, unbeatable pricing policy, stores across the country filled with experts who love love.
1: Charm Diamond Centers.
2: 0% interest financing, trade up policy, easy payments. I need to feel that in your voice. It has to sound
1: like Charm Diamond Centers. Wow, that was really good You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by The Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
3: Welcome to Oilers Nation Radio episode. Probably should have locked before I started hitting record, but we yeah, are here. 000, do we keep saying what episode us. number it is? I don't know. I don't actually think we've said it for quite a long time. I think time. the bit no.
0: died in 2024. But yeah, I'm just going It is 2024. I know, but at the start of 2024. I
3: do think this is episode 349 does that seem right dan you've been here since day one
0: i've been here since episode one that sounds right you keep it on your calendar uh no i just do it by my fingers i count on the fingers i I, well (laughs) you kind of double up on your fingers liam come on all right well before
3: we get into the oilers talk kennedy tell me about the oodle noodle reviews because i have a couple i'm going to read okay one of them they're both five stars wow one right. of them is good. One of them is not
4: good. Are these reviews oh, for Oodle Noodle or
3: uh, Oodle Noodle? They're sponsored
4: both? reviews for our
3: Oodle show. Oodle Noodle sponsored reviews for us. So if you leave a review, no, you're
0: Twitter letting Kennedy then, explain
3: it. I know, but I don't. I don't know what they get. But okay. so I'll explain the review part. You explain what they get if they leave the review. Okay. You leave a review preferably five stars and a good one
0: it doesn't have to be always positive you're saying that one is positive and one is negative they're both good they're well, good reviews no, I would but argue one is positive he's not a good review oh okay. Got yeah. it. Not all reviews are good reviews. So they can be negative against us, but be constructive.
2: We've only gotten yes. two new recent ones. So
0: um So your odds are high. You,
2: your odds are high. And mm-hmm. you'll get a oodle noodle uh voucher mailed to you if you email me Kennedy at the Nation If they com.
0: merely if they review. It doesn't even have to be a good review. Yeah.
2: And if we read it yes. on air.
0: If we read it on air is how you get the card.
3: Yeah. And okay.
0: we'll tell you to email me. And we're list. gonna read them verbatim. So
3: I will be reading do. them verbatim.
0: Yes. Okay. Five
3: star review from the sixteenth from B Kaz Four. He said, and this is funny because I've heard this already on the show. Too much breathing noises lately.
0: I don't know. What, what is the issue? Breathing noise?
3: in recent months and weeks. Maybe there has been far, <laughs> there has been far too much huffing and puffing breathing noises right into the microphones from people that are not talking and it can be painful to listen to, like horrible ASMR. Rick, your thoughts on that from BCAS4.
4: Perhaps we need a humidifier in here because there's too many allergens in the air and that's causing it. It does get incredibly warm in here sometimes. Can we talk out to the the big bosses about getting us maybe a couple of humidifiers to make the listeners happy? An Oodle
2: Noodle sponsored
4: humidifier? Yeah,
3: we'll get an Oodle Noodle one. And,
4: and I'll actually stickers blow
3: like a sense of noodle noodle into the room. I
0: have to cop to the listener. It's my fault. When I'm not speaking, I'm holding my breath actively. <laughs> so uh, when I do speak, then that's when you hear me inhaling and exhaling. So shout out to the breath listeners. So uh,
3: second one, also a five-star review. This came on the 17th from Riking. Great podcast. You need to subscribe. Great podcast for Oilers coverage. I like how it is consistently released every week, and I appreciate the open and honest comments, that deep dive into the Oilers that are honest and critical. I have subscribed for many years and listen all the time. There you go, wonderful.
0: So they were listening long before you were here, Liam. Could,
2: could you read the one from August?
3: There isn't any from August.
2: Oh, I thought there was one.
3: Well, if you knew what month August was, if you knew what number month August was in, I would read Eight. it. But you'll have to wait, Kennedy. I'm sorry. Eight. That was seven, Eight. though. Kennedy oh, review July. at 7. I'll read it, Kennedy. Thank you. This Thank is you from Timestamp, please. I can't even click on it. It says, <laughs> love the podcast. This is five stars, too. You are all wonderful, but Kennedy is my favorite. Please keep her forever. Thank you. Thank I wonder you. why you wanted to read me that one.
2: Mm, I There's also why.
3: another one here called Liam Banana Fan Club. Okay, oh, read that one. It says... I wish I found this podcast sooner. You guys really know what you're talking about about 50% of the time. By the way, Jay looks like a slimmer Justin Verlander. I could see that.
0: I could see that. But Jay actually looks identical to Brendan Dillon. Yeah. So, Are
3: you looking up Justin Verlander,
4: Rick? I am also for the record jay's not on this podcast <laughs> no,
0: well that, really there wasn't there was podcast. a stretch where we had him in here though when he was on his bouchard streak initially he was on like once or twice he was on every week i felt like i was yelling at him about something bouchard during the
2: summer it was like
0: oh yeah know, the summer know. that's what it was but he's such a head and miss. like i was gone in the summer so
3: that's yeah. probably why okay
2: so those people if you are listening hopefully you are um, email me, kennedy at the Say that we read your review on ONR, and I'll send you a voucher and a sticker.
3: And if you didn't hear that, then you clearly lied mm-hmm. about your reviews because
2: mm-hmm.
3: you didn't listen to our podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Right, Rick? Yes, sir. All right. On with the show. The delicious debate today brought to you by Wendy's. And I lost the ad read verbatim. Well, there it is. Link to the Portobello points. I thought, okay. No, it's changed. <laughs> yes, it is the Portobello. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm I'm pretty good at hosting. Uh, K. Okay, Rick. <laughs> I'm ready. SOG. What is Shots on, on goal. GAA. Goals against average. And PPG. I forget that one. Power
0: play points. Oh, I thought that was the
3: Wendy's one. I, we no, did the- no, that's not the Wendy's yeah, one. That's the actual hockey reference.
0: Points per game is points what. Points
3: per game. Power play points per game. Can make or break your week, but don't underlook the BTMM. That's the one. The Wendy's Bacon Portobello Mushroom Metal. Sure, it may not help you win weekly prizes with Wendy's and the daily face-off fantasy Survivor Pool, but unlike your predictions, it never disappoints. So try your luck and don't. But don't push it with the bacon, portobello mushroom, which is only available for limited time. And also sign up for the daily face-off survivor pool. Did anybody do well this week? I was out on day one.
0: I forgot to set my lineup this week. Well, admittedly, it was weird
3: because the it was Monday. The King ten day. were
4: out in game one, were they not? Yes, I believe that was true.
3: I had Kevin Fiala over a point. Did not work out for me. Why are you
4: such a big Fiala fan?
3: Because the other one, it was he had like a five-game point streak coming. Yeah,
4: all good things have to come to.
3: I can't say they that. scored five I'm goals. Not that they scored five goals, and you I
4: did
0: goal. almost do that. Rick, I did not finish yeah. the sentence.
3: Okay, my delicious debate.
0: Stop myself. This what did Liam's you make
3: of Evander Kane's post-game comments yesterday? Essentially, he was asked by Ryan Rashog, "What did you make of like playing with your line mates or something like that? Like, how did you guys kind of?" get things going, and Evander came responded with very shortly and said, we were given the opportunity. Nothing wrong with it. I agree.
4: Nothing okay. wrong with it. I don't know. like yeah. People get so upset about words. We need to toughen up a bit here. The dude's angry right now because he can't score. He's getting down on himself. How do you expect a person to be so sunshiny and, and whatnot, roses and everything, when he is when he feels like he's not pulling his part? He gets an opportunity, you know. And when you're not pulling your 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 part, you're gonna drop down the line. Have you seen it before? We put him on the third line, and he wasn't very happy about it, and he and he snapped out of it. I expect the same thing of him right now. He's had a yeah. couple of really good chances. They're just not going in from right now. When they do, they're gonna go
3: in. That you know, the, the floodgates will open up. So it just takes it takes a little time. Well, to read the exact thing that was asked, it said Ryan Murchak asked why his line is working so well together, and so short just get an opportunity. But it's funny, isn't it? Because you you get that answer, but the reason the question was asked is because they actually played pretty well together yesterday. That's the only reason yeah. the question was asked. He had a couple and of chances against to Toronto, too. Yeah, he did. I actually think these last three, two, four? three games have been better from him. Yeah, he just can't buy a goal right just, now. Yeah, and there's a few guys on the team that can't He's buy a it. goal, but the good thing frustrated. is these guys like Warren Fogel and Ryan McLeod, Derek Ryan, who are stepping up in the absence, and I'm sure guys inevitably get cold because they're depth players. And that's what happens. Guys like Evander Kane and whoever else. I'd rather Kane Kane
4: be chilly in January and February and then be roasty hot come April
3: and May and June. So I'm fine with everything. I would too. Dan, your thoughts on the post-game comments from our friend evander kane
0: i think we're as a fan base just guilty of looking for a little bit more here than is there um the vibes are high we've won 12 games in a row and we're just kind of getting to that nitpicky point now uh i've sat in this chair this year and talked about the 27 different cuts and issues that we're having and and losing streaks of five and six games we're not there anymore. Uh, you know, Evander Kane pulled us out of that. Actually, even if you, I mean, if you look back into the into the history books of this season, uh, he was one of the one of the emotional leaders for sure for the for the comeback start. Um, even before Woodcroft was was showing the door. So, uh, yeah, I mean we're just looking for something you know you see you see the internet blow up when he walks out for the pregame skate yeah, with a Ian. with a heavy limp which i mean who knows maybe there was like a pebble in his skate like you just <laughs> don't know what the issue could have been yeah. but i was even guilty of reading into that one the
3: funny thing about that limp though is one it seemed super fake <laughs> Like I'm I I believe that he injured and banged up in some way, but the reports were his hand. But the way he was using his stick as like a cane, ironically, um, it reminded me of like Gandalf or something like that from Lord of the he was literally using it to like walk. It's like, hey, if you're struggling that much, then how are you skating? So I think it was like exaggerated a little yeah, bit. I fine.
0: think it's just gamesmanship. I think that we saw we saw his wrist be the injury listed ahead of the game. Uh, and I think yeah. Evander knows that we're all watching it and the other and the fan bases are watching and so is the media. and so he's he's fine with being the lightning rod. He can continue to be that guy and and give the short answers that stir up the media and get us talking about him. Kennedy, your thoughts on Evander Kane's post-game comments from yesterday?
2: I think we all know that Kane's a a vocal guy, right? So, and when you're frustrated with yourself, anything that can be said or done to you is just going to piss you off even more. So, Mm -hmm. if he's frustrated, he's not going to want to say anything. But, I mean, he could have given a shout-out to his
3: teammates or whatever. That's the thing, too. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think the comment is irrelevant. Like, I really don't think it means anything. But it is so... Evander Kane, just to yeah. kind of be like, here's your three-word answer that I could have literally just said, like, yeah, the three of us play well together, and now we're getting an opportunity to do it. And that would have probably that been... That question
4: him was him. more designed to, like, hey, how are you playing better? Yeah. He made it to the three of you, but you know that damn well that question was about him, and he answered that question the way he heard that question being asked to him, and answered it uh, as a personal response about himself.
3: And even in... I watched the the... F- the interview the post game interview until that question happened just see the tone and he wasn't really giving anybody answers like he was just kind of like kind of short sure on things but another thing too like all those like mentors and siblings and everyone was probably in the room so it's like maybe they just want to get out of here yeah, we, have, we as fans and just
2: read out. into it a lot, and because yeah. we expect so much out of them, you know, it's even the same thing with Leon, when he would get his quip comments or whatever, people would read into that, oh, mm-hmm. he's so angry, he doesn't want to be here or whatever.
4: How many people said he was a bad influencer, he's a bad leader because yeah. he had bad body language three, four, five years ago, exactly. and I'm like, he's on, when you're at the game, watch him watch what he does to his teammates and people like nope leon this leon that he's 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 a he's a cancer he's got the negative attitude
2: it's the same thing as leaving your job at the end of the day and somebody coming up to you and asking you like hey how do you feel about your work day when it's like man i just want to go home
3: yeah right that's kind of how i look at it i wish someone paid me eight and a half million notes to be at work Maybe one day you have a little more pressure, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. that is true. Although I am in a pressure-packed environment, have you ever tried to read these ad reads? Rick, well, I'm just saying, well, if
4: if Leon played as well as you read that Wendy's ad, we'd be screwed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would be screwed. So yeah, D-O-D, DOD man, we would not be on a twelve-game win streak. <laughs> no, that is that is for sure. Any any final comments on Evander Kane? Before we move on to my next ad, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think he's gonna he's gonna be fine. Yeah. We're gonna be fine. Everything's what, fine. What did you guys actually think of him last game, though? I was I was impressed after seeing that limp again. I, I think I bit a little bit too much into the early game video talk uh, and injury talk, but he was he, there was no there was nothing in his game that told me that he was well, a step behind that, that line.
2: Like Ernie was on standby to like stand like to go in for him, and him warming up was even kind of a surprise. Yep. Ernie warmed up. Yeah, yeah. Did he I really? Know I'm pretty sure I have pictures of him.
0: I, don't, I didn't. I wasn't he there was to on watch standby, the
2: game.
4: So I just before the anthem. So I see yeah. a little pregame, the little skate skate, and that's it. I
3: don't think I've ever got there in time for a warm up before. Should have been there yep. in Seattle with us then, because we were. I'll be there in Arizona. I'm it's always there for, me for my next ad That's what I'm here for. When is that nation vacation, Dan?
0: The 50- 15th, 19? like the 19th, the 18th, 18th to,
3: to the, the 20th of February. Yeah,
0: Kennedy's the one now. It's not me anymore. Well you you helped a little bit, huh?
3: Okay, it's almost time for the Nation <laughs> Vacation. For 1999, you can be on a trip of a lifetime. You can also call that 1999.
4: 19 what did I say? 199. Well, no. 99 if you
3: listen to Oiler's Nation every day, you know I numbers are That's awful fine. for me. I okay. took say seven hundred and seventy the other day. Numbers aren't good for And the I scout. just said seven seven zero. Seven seventy. No, I don't read I don't look at the stats. I'm all about the talent.
4: So for okay. dollar sign one nine 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 point nine nine, you can come with us to Arizona.
3: For less than two thousand dollars, you can come with us <laughs> on a trip of a lifetime to Arizona with the Oilers Nation crew from February eighteenth to twenty-fourth. Flights, hotel, hockey, and the time of your life included on a nation vacation presented by Alberta Blue Cross. And if you also live it, maybe you live in the United States of America Mm -hmm. and you just want to drive there, but you want to be hooked up with a few things. You can have a no flights option for $9.99. If you buck your own flights, you can join us for the rest. Or you can drive there, like you said, and everything's available. Go to nationgear.ca. So we may as well go into the Alberta Blue Cross game recap now and then we'll do the DoorDash. Who delivered? So, game recap last night: the Edmonton Oilers won their twelfth game in a row, which was uh, set the NHL record by a Canadian team. Tied, which, sorry, tied, tied the that's record what I meant to say with the Montreal Canadiens from 1964, I believe it was, and the one before mm-hmm. that was 1928. Backward so, what English. they're doing right now is pretty insane,
0: that's to crazy. be honest. But it's, trailing, sorry, go ahead. It's a part of Canadian history, Liam.
3: It truly is. Like we yeah. kind of joke about those memes of like the Canadian heritage moments, like should probably put a real one out there. Yes. <laughs> no, we're literally
2: living through a historical event, which is crazy.
3: The uh, Oilers trail 2-0 in the first period basically allowed Seattle just to go on clear breakaways. The first one was Oliver Bjorkstrand, and then who got the second one? <laughs> who got the second one? <laughs> I don't know. There oh. were just bad
4: pinches in, in, in the it's, offensive zone. Who, that, it's uh, little they were bad. forwards didn't come back and, and cover them, and Seattle saw that and oh, it took was off. Schwartz. Yeah. And then got there, you know, passed around the red line Tolvanen
3: and like, and McCann. <laughs> well, I said pure extremely Schwartz, So, yep. I could host it. The uh the We're other third one as well from Tanev, which would have basically sealed the game and <laughs> would it have I don't know if maybe not seal the game, but it's like you're going into the first period down 3-nothing it's like okay, that's a bit of a bit This of a hill team's to climb. biggest opponent is themselves. themselves. Yep. We should put that on a t-shirt. Okay. That would actually be a good one. Um, but then they obviously clawed back. Warren Fogel leading the way. Stormed away. back. Stormed back. Well, they clawed back and then they stormed back. They
4: scored 20, 37 seconds into the second, yeah, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: a... really felt like McDavid in that first period was the only guy on the ice that was for the Oilers that was really pushing the
4: him and Eckholm were the only. Oh yeah, Ekholm too. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, well, that's yeah. that's, but that's that is exactly the issue I was going to bring up. Is the referee and just Steve Kazari oh. and Chris Lee just lost the plot last night in the first period yeah, and, and game management good. took over after? They're that. bad. Yeah. Did
3: they? Maybe I I'm, I'm, should be more familiar with this. But do NHL refs do games together every night? Like, is it always it, is it always? they They're
4: games? usually the four the of them. tandem, yeah. Stay together. I don't see them very often doing two two games in the same city.
3: Especially, like, if it was, like, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's okay, yeah, whatever. But it's, like, the fact that they stayed on from Tuesday to Thursday was so strange to me that they would have that same crew. And, I mean. I want to know what hotel allowed them a room.
4: Because Zari should not be getting a room from anybody in the city. He is very bad. He's very bad.
3: The, do you know what? Like, I don't. Ha- I have a problem with the calls that were made in the first period. I thought they were all weak. But if that's the tone you're setting, them, whatever. Like, but just stand by those rules. Clearly, you want to be whistle happy. Yeah. You're giving away penalties for free, and uh, then in the third, he got, Connor got like mauled behind the goal line a couple times that, with him standing right there. The uh, the Ty Cartier one. I think that was the second period. But yeah, like Cartier comes in clear interference like mcdavid did not have the puck no call mm-hmm. and then also the yanni Gord thing that happened one you could have maybe call mcdavid on the cross check whatever mm-hmm. not gonna go away from that but the fact that they i'm 99 percent sure they didn't call the penalty on yanni Gord on eckholm as it happened they did not, not. They, did they, not did right? they did not right they discussed it and then they decided yes, yes. that is outrageous yep. almost as bad as the call on fogel that was crazy because he he basically walked into him like he skated into the back of him and then got a slash across the knees. That it was just insane and you know they got to the right decision eventually, but it was so funny when they were doing the Fogel and Will Borg. I think it was they forgot to put people in the box and I think that was yeah then they like, put,
4: put the one guy in, and then they are going to start it again. I'm yeah. losing my voice here yelling. They don't have anybody in their box. It it's just it just showed what level
3: of officiating was happening right yeah, last night.
0: Inept. Well, brutal. and it just, it continues to come back to a conversation about what is player safety and the referees play a role in that. And last night was a perfect example of something where they lost the plot in the first period and then they tried to get it back in the second period and then they just stopped in the third yeah. and, and then guys get hit from behind and the referees are like, hold on, hold on. We're going to start giving out majors again. And, and like, to me, that's what that major is. That major penalty is for is to, to be able to, for the referees to be able to say, Hey, I didn't see it. So I'd like to get to that review to be able to check it again. But, I don't even necessarily think that that was that dangerous myself. It was but, a definite jump and hit him in the head.
3: But what Gord did? You don't think I was don't.
0: I dangerous? don't know because like everything else in that game, it, it was right along line with what they what the earlier two hits that were just called boarding minors. Yeah. So I, mean, like, he jumped.
3: I think that Gord, he left like three inches off the ice. The old one was a lot more aggressive. He jumped. Than, He's five
4: foot nine. You've got Ekholm was six, four or something like yeah. that. And he got his mid bicep in the nose. Uh, you I don't do that unless you're standing on a fucking it, milk crate.
3: It was a clear five minute charge. Yes. I thought in the moment it was clear. 100%. Like, and ultimately reviewed it and figured it out which is good and I guess like you said then that's kind of the point of the review but like it, that was significantly worse than the other two because the first one was Larson on Hamlin I think wasn't yep. it? Yeah that's why I brought this up. Babe. And it's like okay yeah like small guy a big guy it's a board. Like it's 200%. boarding. What was the other one? It was McDavid right?
2: I gave it two minutes. More the the roughing,
0: roughing. roughing, yeah, yeah which terrible.
3: Was also crazy. I feel yeah, like it, he hit him in the chest, and it just kind of ricocheted his body back.
0: Yeah, you know? I just I don't know, like it's. And uh, then the uh, slash. Sorry, Dan. Yeah,
3: oh, that was it, it
2: ridiculous. Was outrageous. Yeah. There was a point that Ekholm got like steamrolled um, on the other end, and I was like. Oh, my God. You can't even... Like, open your eyes.
3: Yeah, it was it was nuts.
0: Yeah. I just, I just for me, it's like the game literally has a has a tool in it in place to be able to deal with this stuff, and the referees need to either... Either you need to clamp down and shut it all down or let them do it and let them figure it out on their own. We can but talk
2: about this so we're blue in the face. Yeah. So it's always same No, they
0: need to be better.
3: They do need
2: to... They yeah, need be consistency. Better of course. just it's
4: be You know, let it all go or, or call everything. They need to be better. They're flat out
3: bad. Yeah.
4: There is no excuses or this, that. They are just flat out bad. That's all you can do is look at this and say, you guys are not good.
3: What did you think of McDavid last night? He seemed like these last two games, it feels like an funnily enough it's when Steve Cazari's oh, a referee mm-hmm. but he is like a man on a mission at the moment he can't score a goal it seems like for the time being but he is like just teeing everybody else up yep.
2: during the Leafs game he was throwing bodies around left it was like a player. it was unreal
0: yeah and and I think you need that you yeah. need that fire from him especially when the puck isn't necessarily going in the net from him it, it just fires the team up and I like I said the start of the game him and, and Kennedy mentioned it at home in the first period where they're really the the two fired up Oilers and and every Everybody had to kind of get up to their level and, uh, and play like that. So you need that from this guy. That's what leaders do.
4: Though. Leaders yep. lead. They lead from the front. He's out there throwing around bodies. How do you sit there on the bench, look this guy in the eye, and not go out there and do what he's doing?
3: Yep. You can't. Four points for Leon all last night. Kennedy, your boy's buzzing.
2: Yes, he's, he's, he's so back.
3: He is back. He still doesn't
4: look like himself. No, he really doesn't. No. <laughs>
3: like, it's so no, weird. No, there
4: still does not look like Leon. He's putting up points. Oh, that, don't get me wrong. There's nothing negative yeah. coming out of this, but he does not look like Leon.
3: Yeah. And
4: Connor's true. on a
3: 12-game point streak, probably the quietest one you've ever heard of. I think he... I think last night he became, if I'm not mistaken, the third oiler to have multiple 12-game point streaks in his career. That's crazy. <laughs> He's got two this year then. He has two this season. And then I think the... The other two players on the list are Wayne Gretzky and Coffee, and Messier might be on the list as well. Just like you said, like it's, it is so weird watching the Oilers right now because you look at the guys you were scoring in the games. Like last night, it was the Warren Fogel game, we'll call yeah. it. The night before was Ryan McLeod. Evan Bouchard got the overtime winner on Saturday. Uh, Donnell Nurse had the overtime winner against Detroit. And in Chicago, I would say that was probably Stuart Skinner's game right mm-hmm. secondary scoring I know but yeah. it's like and you defensive still, play is great despite what PK Suben says which we can talk <laughs> about as well. But it's funny that this is all happening. Yeah Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaddle are still the guys who are getting like all these points and they're not even the ones dragging them over the line. and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's well, not
2: be, a two man game. That should no. be terrifying
3: for every other team in this league. It is crazy. Like so I'll ask you the question Rick because I know you like to lead the charge in this one. Mm-hmm. The Oilers now are quite a ways back from the uh, Vancouver Canucks. They're 13 points with back. 13 points with back with four
4: games in hand. That's not quite a ways.
3: But they've played him three times. Fair,
4: but there's only one more to go and I get 100% there. Yeah. So where where are you at? Where are they finishing? I still think they win the division. Okay, Dan.
0: Yeah, I mean to me you I thought it was three games in hand now. It's four. I thought if they won their three games in hand, they'd be three back. But it's anyways, if they
3: won if they won their four games in hand, they would be one point behind
0: Vancouver. Oh, okay, got it. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm the, far be it from me to doubt this team the way that it's clicking right now. Uh, I have to be reminded of the ebbs and flows that this season has. But yeah. but it, it, like. This team is, we, we all sat here and we all talked about, we were all asked the question, when do you think that this streak ends? And everybody, I think to a person had one of the games that we've gone through this week and won, so it's True Bag Milk was well into February. Oh, was he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. I apologize.
3: Okay. Uh, Kennedy, how are they finishing?
2: Um, I don't want to, like, they, I'm so superstitious in... Yeah,
3: on. they still have three games against, uh, two games against Vegas and three against LA, mm-hmm. which is pivotal. Mm-hmm. They're both
4: on the rear room here.
3: But only one of them is.
4: They both are.
0: You're a <laughs> <laughs> Rick's already looking past him.
3: All right. They're behind us. We yep. got to talk about the former Montreal Canadian. PK Subban was on the Pat McAfee show. Do you remember a, maybe a month or so ago he was on there and called this place Edmonton? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we basically ripping into us. And I think he said something along the lines of like, McDavid will only be there for so long It's something like that if i'm not mistaken well he's back I don't remember
4: it. the McDavid comment but i remember the he Deadmonton said, he comment
3: he said something about McDavid maybe i'm just But they were planning.
4: referring to Edmonton in the in the dead of winter
3: Well winter is not Deadmonton. so bad right now
4: It looks what's going on outside outside the any building
3: it is Edmonton yeah. out there right now
4: Yeah i bet there's a lot of life out there at the moment There's definitely not a life a lot of life out there
3: so many birds and rabbits and <laughs> penguins okay PK Subban. Penguins. <laughs> okay pk suban said on twitter i actually love watching edmonton play they're just easy to play against in their own zone too much emphasis on mcdavid leon etc and the superhero offense to always get it done you need to win tight games with your defense You saw what happened last year with Vegas. Yes, Jack Eichel is a stud, an X factor, but defensive structure, goaltending, and being hard to play against won them a cup, not just skill and talent, but hey, anything can happen. He then went on to say, my expectations like everyone else at the start of the season was for Edmonton to be a contending team for the Stanley Cup. That's how I evaluate them. You have two of the best players in the world who have dominated the league since they have been in it and they have to accept the mediocrity terms of the team's success. I'm not, I'm not jumping on and off the bandwagon because you're on a win streak. It's a long season, folks. No easy games, a lot of parity in the league. You need to trust your defensive structure to win, win you some n- games on nights. I need to see consistently, despite winning 12 games in a row, <laughs> how, you have, how you win matters, habits matter, and it's about the cup, not win streaks. Dan, you have the floor on mr suben's comments
0: well, first of all p k that is one hell of a word salad to say not a heck of a lot i'm I guess I'm just sick and tired of these of these Guys that sit on these network TV shows just kind of piping the same garbage that that the lower, the hockey trolls have been pumping out about us since the start of the season. Was that right at the end of our 10, first 10, 15 games? Absolutely. it was It was a great assessment and that would have been fair. But you like literally in the middle of that he starts talking about getting on and off the bandwagon because of wind streaks not getting on and off the but you're not but, welcome on but that's bandwagon. what but that's what he's doing right now Yeah, like he's he he talked about how he got off the bandwagon because the team isn't playing defensively yet it is and again consider your source here pk what was your defensive awareness in your own zone like i i don't know it's 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 just clickbait. It's we're doing. We're seeing that a lot right now. We see the Jay Gruden versus RG three nonsense yeah, really on Twitter. One. They're just people are looking for looking for a fight right now. They're bored in the winter, and PK's got it.
3: Uh, just quickly before we get to Kennedy and Rick Tyler tweeted this. So since December one, they are allowing the least shots against per sixty at five on five. The third fewest goals against per sixty at five on five. The first. I don't know what SCA stands for, but the third fewest is Scoring chances against. There you go. Thanks, Rick. You're welcome. <laughs> What's PPG? Uh, Powerplay goals. <laughs> <laughs> five on five. And the third fewest high danger chances against per 60 at five on five. To me, those numbers are very impressive. And Stuart Skinner has his name all over that as well, by the way. Steve. Kennedy, your thoughts on Mr. P.K. Subban and his rage against the Edmonton Oilers?
2: No, I've seen other people say, like, have you even watched a game? Honestly, like, that's what it's coming across as. Um, I'm looking up here what he said back in early December, oh, yeah. and he's just contradicting himself because he's just saying, he said, I'm disappointed in Edmonton. I'm not happy with Edmonton. I do think they stink. If it wasn't for Connor, they would be an afterthought. He goes into the defensive um criticizing the defensive play and all of that and i'm like look at the game itself i mean they've fixed a lot of their stuff and i think there was a tweet that i sent out once they fix you know their goalie problems or defense all of that just the laundry list they kind of have in a way yeah they definitely have Mm -hmm. so i think i don't know it's almost like he's just trying to talk to sound smart to a degree i'm like he's ironic i know
3: (laughs) just yeah i don't know so Uh, what date was that tweet uh,
2: this one was from it was from December 12th.
3: Okay, so they he's, I just think they were like just on their 8 game win
0: streak at that point too. He's just got to keep getting invited back on a patch Show. So well, he's got to to say Nothing some wrong stuff.
3: with what he said. Well, one second, was, before we get to that. True. He, he also said uh the Oilers are going to take the Oilers are going to go as far as Connor McDavid takes him, which I I'll, I'll agree with to an extent. He's having one of the best seasons I've ever seen. Connor McDavid is not having one of the best seasons you've ever seen and in a way, right? Like, you look at last season, he had 60 goals. Like, he, took lot, lot more, he had a lot more offense last year, yeah, but he's a lot he's better, two way well player round, right now. For sure. he
4: wasn't doing last year what we've seen in the last couple of games. Where he's throwing the body around. What do you think, Rick? I don't think PK's wrong. I don't like what's he the not f- wrong about. That was that was the the narrative against us. That's what we had to do. We had to fix our two hundred foot game. We had to fix our the, the game inside our own our, inside our own end. And just because we've got a twelve game winning streak right now doesn't mean that's fixed. But you got to you have to do this for a lot longer than twelve games. You got to do this for a lot longer than two months. Because right now, November eleventh is when we were in Seattle. That was the beginning of that was the the, the change in the season for me. Today is whatever the nineteenth or twentieth. So you're just over two months. Mm-hmm. You need to keep going for the rest of the year. If you just do this, this two months and go back to some sort of version of what we've seen before in previous years, he's going to be right. But, but you need to do this for a whole season to prove people wrong.
3: I okay
0: but they're not, That's not what he they've said. not gone That's back. exactly what he said. said but it's not, but they're not though gone back That's not what he said. Back he, just, no, he, he said. Repeated, he just he repeated what he no. said in December in another way. But it's it, yeah. in- he said win streaks aren't going to change that. And but, I agree with it. But you but need to do more than st- in a win
3: streak. You need to put a season together. He says at the start that their superhero offense like the superhero offense and they can't win tight games. Well, they what just want to want to oh, okay, 100% yeah. on that
4: part. So, I don't like I said, yeah, I agree with what he said, but I don't agree with everything he
0: said. But that's and what, I, a, and
4: that's a thing we can do these days. We can listen to somebody yeah, and go, you yeah. know what, I don't fully agree with that, but there are parts of there that are true.
0: But that's, but see, that's the piece where it's like you can Why disagree with some need of need it, like by everybody. Some people can have negative,
4: resp- have negative views on you. But you I can, but I can also. Team. Why do why oh, do I have to we've like sat, what he has to say, we've Rick? We sat then. in this room before, and people went. Bouchard's not very good defensively. Look at Nurse; he fucked up here. Look at Cici; he's not playing well. So he's saying the exact same thing, and just putting the thing, the defensive side of thing. We have come in here uh, over whatever room, and. Pick the pick the, the, the defensive part, uh, core apart. This person, that person, this person, that person. At the time when and we were, were having guys the issue didn't think
0: Vinny should be on this team to start the season. At the time when we were having the issues, we did that. We're not sitting here in in the middle of our twelve game industry breaking it breaking it down. Do we have a Stanley uh, Cup yet? Okay, not no yet. Rick. But but again, you 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 said that we can't have disagreements, and we are having a disagreement. Almost everything PK said there I disagree with. You're right. <laughs> the defensive stuff, yep, <laughs> we're sure we can our own end. What he's were we about good about in our own? Are end? we good in our own end right now, Rick? Yes, but were we good in our own end then? Do, do, does he talk about then and versus now? No, he's talking about now. On the whole, in the now, he's talking he's about talking in the now. Right now. He's like, talking about ends. in the now on the now because he's on a show because he wants to get on to Pat McAfee show again. He wants to be invited back because he wants that rival that uh, that fire up. He I, wants to fire I, us I up. I just don't
3: <laughs> think his comments are fair to what the team actually is. Right?
4: Yeah. now. I but, said. I said. Like, I don't know if you're watching recently. But if you're taking this team as the whole season, it's understandable to think that way.
3: But I think he's referring to today. Oh, did he say this today? Yeah, today.
4: So I, just I, mean, I agree this, with you, I and think I, don't think that's, I don't think that's true over the last 12 games. But what he's saying there is that
3: 12 games isn't going to change anything.
4: But he's going like to do it for a season. Games.
3: But I think I agree. you They do have to keep this going. But also, I don't think people are sitting here saying – well, the Vancouver Canucks have only done it for 41 games and they're, like, first in the league or something like that. And, like, Winnipeg had a rocky start to the year, but now everyone sees them as, like... I don't think Vancouver's as Cup.
4: good as they are right now. I think they're going to come down to earth a bit. I think they're still riding a, a high of a high of the season. So at
3: what point does it get to where it's like, okay, this is actually who they are? April. You've got to run through the finish line before you get the award. Yeah, but at what point... Like, do you think Vancouver's obviously a good team? Yes, they're a good team. Do you think they're a Stanley Cup winning team? Stanley Cup winning team. I'm sorry, a Stanley Cup potential to win the Stanley Cup. There is potential to win the Stanley Cup for them right now. Okay, I agree. I just, guess, I guess, I just, I
0: just hope for more or analysis than than what you got from PK.
3: I just don't think he, he really gave. I think it was such a weird approach. He's just for, I think it's because it's PK,
0: and people are saying
4: PK is saying something negative. No, no that's, not that's not what's it. Getting people go. Has, has nothing. I I've, I
0: I've given PK. I give PK shares all the time on social media. I like. It has nothing to do with the, the person that's giving the thing, other than the fact that for it's fresh for him to you talk about it, his so defensive you get coverage.
4: Back on Pat McAfee.
0: Yes, absolutely. He's he's. So he's, that's
4: against PK then. No, then it's. You're saying you're it, not it, saying it would be no different if it was PK on TV.
0: It'd be no different. if It was PK or it was Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't matter. Whoever wants to get on Pat McAfee's show, they're going to say it to say it. And you use Aaron Rodgers as a reason to
4: bring up that guy. And what he said on that show is almost I don't, not no, wrong.
0: No, I don't. I don't bring up Aaron Rodgers for any other reason than I don't know any other guests on Pat McAfee's show because I don't watch his show. Because he's 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 all about the clickbait and he's all about those views and was, that's fine. How he about that's clickbait. fine. He's, if you it's, don't watch a show how do it's, you know he's all clickbait? It's I've heard, I see the clicks, Rick. I see all the clicks and I've seen his but apologies. He puts his shirt on for his apology oh and then he and then the next Lord. episode he's back his back to are stick. So
4: fucking not. Yeah, necessary. I know. They're ridiculous. I
0: agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Holy moly! But but I'm just telling you my opinion, Rick. People can agree, disagree, and agree, Rick. What what kind of world do we live in where we you can't agree and disagree? P. You
4: can't see that
0: though. Yes, because in the moment he's speaking <laughs> about the Edmonton Oilers and he sounds uneducated and he sounds disconnected uneducated. from what's going on How many in the years moment. He, play in the league and he's uneducated. he sounds uneducated and disconnected from what's happening in the league in the moment, Rick. <laughs> okay. D- right. Did you hear the whole sentence I said? <laughs> I heard the whole Kay. sentence. Perfect. Just checking. Of course. Because he sounds uneducated okay. and mm-hmm. disconnected from what's going on in the league right now. To you. And and his statement, yes, absolutely and to multiple people not named Rick. But that's That's okay. Uh I'm just, hey, we're just, we're just talking about the feedback here and we can have our disagreements and that's fine. But the Edmonton Oilers in the moment are not having the defensive issues that PK's citing here in his statements. That's it. That's it.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...
3: My new favorite thing is the DoorDash double-dash feature, and it lets you add an additional order from another restaurant, wherever you want, with no extra delivery fees or minimums. So you, for example, can get a pizza and also add a bubble tea from wherever you want. Bubble tea and pizza. I know. What a combo. What kind of bubble tea would you get, though? None. I would get vanilla. I don't even know the options. Whatever flavor you want, actually. Do the bubbles come different? Well, no. The bubbles are the same. That's the tapioca. Yes, but you can you can get a variety of. I food. thought
4: tapioca pudding was like the pudding that nobody liked growing up.
3: It definitely is, but yeah. now. But now we like tapioca. It's,
0: but C's. isn't it the, just the pearls now though, not the actual like it be tapioca flavor though? No.
3: Tapioca, you can get tapioca flavored ones, right? Yeah, can get I feel like you have bubble teas.
2: I've had. I've had one. it's tapioca, I how do you get tapioca? <laughs> but that's not tapioca once. flavored. I've had the tapioca bol- like you can get them at... like. Uh, yogurt places too, like yeah. isn't
0: tapioca? Is it not rice? It's. I thought it was just rice mm. because it absorbs the like, flavor that you give it. I, I thought I
3: this is really. Tender. I my kids,
2: outside. my kids have shown you me. I've
4: never thought of it. No. Yeah, I would have assumed. It's a weird tapioca. It p- would have been flavor. I thought the pearls were. Every other were, lychee is a flavor. Every other blank pudding is a flavor. Is it mm. not? tapioca
3: pudding? <laughs> I never thought about it but either way there may be race involved but i'm I not still sure think be i'm not sure if you want to do that don't forget you can add nation 25 to the promo codes for 25 percent off you're a first order with doordash offer valid in canada subject to change terms apply kennedy who delivered for the edmonton oilers or maybe just in life but maybe you can leave out half and performers. Up to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's your, it's your um, time. Don't let oh. me take you, anything away from you.
2: Okay, who delivered the Leafs fans leaving the oh, uh, the, cool. the building on Tuesday? I went into that game. I wasn't even in the building yet, and some guy was already in a Leafs jersey chirping us in the elevator. And I was like, "Be so serious. Your team's on a losing streak. We're on a on a win streak here. Like, be for real." Went into it. They were down to nothing. You know, bodies are being thrown around and stuff. Leafs fans are chirping. There's a guy in front of me standing up and stuff like that. They got their ass handed to them. It was poetic as hell. Watching Perfect. the Leafs fans leave on the jumbotron were hilarious. I loved every the second leaves of it. Leafs
3: fans leaves leaves leaves, leaves fan Shh. leaf. There's a heavy breathing. B cast for was talking about Rick. You know, I know the culprit. Rick who that was it? enunciating. <laughs> I, I heard a leaf. breath no breathing on the podcast please. I was no. pronunciating the F do you know the P's are what they told us not to pronounce in school so no pistol pudding but. on this podcast who told you that because P- poppy P's so they will like be like oh, oh no. they're t- yeah, on radio now, school oh, I, was radio I was thinking school. like elementary no. or like regular <laughs> school no,
2: no, Same no. I was like, you're learning how to say words? You
4: should put those. But I still am. You should be writing those notes on the wall so all of us who did not go through
3: radio school. Don't peas? Yeah. Well, I can't even do it, so I yeah. can't tell other people. Pistol Maybe I could, that could be a, Pete. Pistol Pete. Pistol. Rick Peter Puck.
4: Is that who delivered for you this week? <laughs> no, he's a cartoon player. He was a cartoon character. Pistol on Puck? C- no. Who? Peter Puck. Peter Puck. Oh. Never heard of him. He of. was a cartoon character. Know,
0: on, sure on was. Yeah. A little little Peter. black puck with red and yellow uh, sticker on him. Cute. Or orange is. sticker. There it is. No, mind.
2: Oh. Wonder red gloves. Wine brought it up. Uh,
0: yeah, yes. I think he probably ended up in the gutter. He made some poor decisions. Or on a roof. Ah.
2: Or the in the stands and somebody brought him home.
3: Ah. Okay, Rick. Who delivered? <laughs> Jokes. At
4: this point, you still have to say the entire team. There really isn't a downside to it. There's a couple players that are struggling, and a couple players are dragging them along, and that changes from game to game. The power play is what got us through a couple games. Now the penalty kill helps, and the five-on-five kicks in, and your goaltending kicks in. This whole team right now is a wagon, and they're going to be very hard to stop. We're the best. Dan?
0: I for me yeah rick's right the whole team is is probably worthy of getting it uh if i just look at the last two games i'll say it's the depth um you know whether it's warren fogel and again i don't know if i even consider those guys depth because he was up playing on the top line but yeah just guys that you don't necessarily expect to see on the score sheet uh coming up big in the clutch to be able to get us out of the holes that we dug in the first period against the leafs would that not have been crazy if he scored a hat trick last night
4: it would have been awesome. Oh. would not have been crazy, though. It would have been if Because quieted. we played Seattle in Seattle, and Hyman got oh, the hat-trick. That's trick. true. Then we played H- Seattle in Edmonton, and Kane got the hat-trick. And yeah. if we play Seattle three times in three different hatties, that would be
3: nuts. Yeah. That's got to be a record Seattle of some sort I of. want to figure stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> We're putting up hatties with those three guys. And not yeah, coming. but it's not <laughs> like you know which one's coming. No, I know. but That's it's the, the thing. Facts. It's not like Dryside all, yeah. all McDavid's yeah. scoring. Yeah, but Leon court. quietly puts up four points. That was very quiet, wasn't it? Uh, Who delivered for me? I'll give mine to Leon since Rick teed me up with it there. Four points for the big men. And big goal against the Leaves the other night, too. Somehow went in. Not sure. Do you think he meant to score that? I think he kind of did and didn't. I think he meant to kind of toss it on goal a little bit. I don't think he saw the gap that Martin Jones left.
4: Well, I don't know why... Jones left that gap bro. no that, that was, was terrible ridiculous. that was like a glitch in, on yeah. NHL 18 or something like that where your <laughs> <Yeah>. goalie stands <laughs> so weird you're like a that
3: controller after
4: but it's not a lot different than what he did last night it was just from a uh uh further I don't distance I remember his goal he banked it out day. the goalie yeah. he was sitting goal there on from the behind the net yeah so right. when you're standing where he was and I think it was a backhand goal
3: mm-hmm. yeah
4: you're just firing it towards the net and hoping it goes off the goalie he it was, it was exactly literally a shot in, thing, in the almost. dark
2: and he just did it and but he does it every single time and I think it's
4: just because it's I don't know what he does. Well, he is the best backhand in the he league. He is best the way.
2: best passer in the league.
4: Best backhand passer.
3: Best lucky man in the league. Kennedy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Time for uh, Ask the Idiots. Presented by Booster Juice, where everyone just left us to go to the, the pond hockey tournament. <laughs> I think they stopped at Booster Juice to grab some Booster Juices definitely probably why wouldn't you kennedy what's
0: your favorite boosted juice
2: oh i'm a funky monkey girl a funky monkey girl Dan? yeah
0: uh but is it no uh, orange dreamsicle there we go that
3: sounds awesome
0: yeah it and it, here's my here's my hack uh TikTok, if you're oh. looking if you're looking for a, a hack uh order the orange dreamsicle and ask them to take the oranges out <laughs> and any of the fruit and then you have a milkshake
3: yeah. did you see that
0: <laughs> no the Chalmers was Chalmers on has right gone right
3: viral was like, my favorite Booster Juice is the Strawberry Sunshine but here's a little hack I asked him to take up the Strawberry bay <laughs> so and uh, put in vanilla instead so I was like so you don't order the Strawberry
0: Sunshine <laughs> 76,000 views on TikTok yeah. Rick 76,000 views money. Chalmers deserves every one of them Booster Juice <laughs> shout out Booster Juice
3: um, so yeah so there you go January 19th to the 21st it's a jasper pond hockey tournament special shout out to our friends at tortoise and jasper presented by booster juice first one is in Sherwood park you know that yep mm-hmm. it's what mm-hmm. Sherwood park is most famous for Besides, i thought it was the world's
4: largest hamlet
3: it, it is thank you for bringing that up you're welcome <laughs> it was the entire time i lived there hey what you lived there i did me too <laughs> <laughs> all right first question for as idiots comes in from our boy rusty the reckless optimist it seems like mcdavid is dragging the team into the fight with more physicality play than i've seen do you think this will lead to a better playoff result rather than leading by scoring by a ton leading scoring by a ton not saying he won't score a ton but i feel he, his compete level is elevated damn thoughts
0: I don't know if it necessarily means that we're going to be any better in the playoffs than any other Connor, but yes, we have Connor McDavid as an Edmonton Oilers, so that is a good thing for the Edmonton Oilers in the playoffs. Kennedy?
2: I like when Connor's feisty. It brings... Mm it. It makes the game more fun. I don't know. I'm throwing yep. his body around, we're not used to it, right? So
3: it does get me a little bit hyped up. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, it does for you. Imagine what it does if you're sitting on I the bench know. next to him. I know.
3: So what do you think, Rick? Well, I don't help? like the word
4: dragging, but he's leading. Yeah. <laughs> he's leading
3: by example. I think that I agree. I can see what Rusty's saying, but in the same breath, I think when the playoffs come around, McDavid plays that way anyway. Yep. At least I I, I seen it, yep. will always remember the. Game seven for multiple reasons, but the one that kind of stands out to me is when McDavid hit at mm-hmm. the, the, the backboard's there where he's four-checking. He just laid a heavy hit on him, and he got everybody going. I feel like he does this already, and I think the compete level is there for McDavid in the playoffs. It so. does rise, and
4: we've seen it before yeah. with, with top-end players. That with Jerome again all the time. As an Euler yeah. fan, you're like, do not touch Jerome. Leave Jerome. Let Jerome sleep. The last thing you want to do is wake him up. Connor's going out there and, and waking himself up and waking up his own team. From Dangerous Wade.
3: Dangerous Wade. <laughs> if the unfortunate. Uh, one second. Let me read this one. Okay. Gotta
0: pre read these. Good job. Verbatim.
3: What is something nice or you appreciate about someone else on the podcast that you haven't shared with them? <laughs> Dan, do you want to say anything? Rick, Rick? Rick, you know you what? <laughs>
0: Rick, I really appreciate your passion <laughs> and your excitement and. Uh, I uh, I really like your eyes. Thank you. I've never told you about that before, but I really like your eyes. Now, Rick,
3: say something
4: nice about Dan. <laughs> He's a very well-rounded person. and makes me a better person sitting next to him. Oh. There you
3: go. Kennedy, you're not on the podcast, typically, yes. but you can say something <laughs> nice. Too. You've just been it, reminded I did, be that you're reminded something that about the, the show. <laughs> just
2: came up with a whole game
3: for the whole pod, but no big deal. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no Kennedy's quote game today, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a, did a did full episode day. offer instead. This was an opportunity for us to
4: get our, our win percentage above the other two. By the way, that's true. Oh, that would have been big. Yeah, true. Do you
0: have anything? Uh, ready? No. No. Well, Liam's hoping you'll say something nice about him. You're <laughs> sitting there with his arms crossed go and right, everything.
4: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's that one kid waiting for his Christmas present yeah. in front of the tree. I hope. I, I hope you like your present.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Literally, with your arms out when I handed out those gifts. That was delightful.
3: Yes. I will never forget that because I kind of thought when you were giving out all those christmas gifts so how did she know like how did she know what we <laughs> all like <laughs> was mentioned and then there yeah, like it was the week before yeah. it was That's
0: really what? funny watching people go around the office yeah. and the scene the people to put two and two together and the other ones were like oh kennedy you shouldn't have <laughs> uh do you have an answer kennedy
2: um sure i'll give one to each of you how about that wow that'll be nice okay overachiever especially mm-hmm. for me oh i I have to be. <laughs> I have to work twice as hard. Um, Liam, you don't get enough appreciation for how funny you are. I
0: so think he gets right. just enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Liam.
3: I needed you, that. Yes. Okay. My ego is increased.
0: Yeah. Don't sure. let it get too big, though.
3: Thank you.
2: Um, I don't
0: have one for each of you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Lower your expectations <laughs> now.
2: Um, Dan, I'm like, you're always there when I need to talk. This is true. And I can always rely on you. I try to be. Yeah.
0: Thanks. This RPW. is nice for us.
2: Mm. Your passion for hockey, <laughs> honestly, you're loud. I am. Yes. And you're always just, you know, you have that little quirk about you that you're just, I don't know how to explain it, but you're loud. I am me. Yeah. I don't know.
3: All right. Your turn, <laughs> Liam. <laughs> Um, I will, I'll give one to Tyler since he's not here and I don't have to say it to his face. Mm-hmm. I'm Very appreciative of Tyler for helping me do a lot of stuff throughout my career. He's given me a, a lot of opportunities cause you stay close together. So I know you kind of do stuff on your own too, but Tyler has been very beneficial to me as well. And a good friend. Dan. Oh, that's
0: nice. <laughs> I also want to say Kennedy has been my, uh, Kennedy was there for a lot of my travel venting uh, before I <laughs> before I offed myself as the travel manager. Um, but uh, yeah, so so yeah, gr- good group ones. of people good here team. we have.
3: We have a good yeah. gang. I could say something nice about everyone, but we're just running out of time. <laughs> <So I'm
0: just laughs> time. Move on to the next bit. <laughs>
3: okay, this one comes in from Greg. If the playoffs started tomorrow, who would you want the first round matchup to be against? Rick. I'll go first. I actually would love to see the Oilers play Vancouver. Yeah. Just like, I think that would be an unreal series. First round? Yeah, if I just had to pick somebody. I know there's like (laughs) the idea of like, oh, pick an easy opponent. I just don't think there is an easy one. And also, I don't want to watch the LA Kings play again (laughs) in the playoffs. (laughs) I'd love
0: to get some retribution against Vegas. I'm with you right there. Yep. That's who I was going to say for sure. Especially right now. They are floundering. Time to strike. Get them out of there while they're hot. Don't forget... You know what they're doing right now? Yes. Cheating. They're about to. <laughs> yeah. We
4: all know it's coming.
3: We all know it's coming. I don't care if people like. Well, there's so long left in the season. Yep doesn't matter i
4: bet you that back mark surgery stone. injury
3: is gonna last for duh, just about till april 15th ish mark stone was never supposed to play again and nope. literally hasn't missed a career game
0: ending <laughs> back injury remember the sympathy the sympathy card that they tried to pull out that time too like look at him in the morning skate I, he can barely stand do
3: you know in the moment like I was oh that sucks like he's yeah. a really good player i remember it sucks that it's gonna i think and that way but like, i think
0: rick and i were both doubting it and you and tyler were like no he's a hero
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. look at his face
0: you know damn well that guy can't tell the truth
3: Brian Kennedy who would your first round opponent be uh,
2: I agree with you Lime. Uh Vancouver I just think about how the BOA was in playoffs and just how absolutely electric everything felt it just felt like everything was amped and just doing that in the first round and beating them yeah. and then going to another team and beating them there again and then again and then again it's great
3: uh, I have two quick ones. First one is kind of one in, into one. If the others signed Corey Perry, where would you slot him into the lineup? Forward. <laughs> third line right wing. I would say fourth line right wing. Third line right wing. I think fourth line right wing, and I would honestly play Connor Brown on the third line at the moment. If Connor looking line, really good right now. He was really good yesterday. And the game before, mm-hmm. I think if, if Corey Perry signed today and you had to plug him into your lineup on the BOA, which I should be... Unreal if I was his <laughs> first game. That would be so good. I would play him on the fourth line right wing because at the end of the day, he's like 37 years old. I Not like day one, down. but when
4: the team, when he's comfortable on the team. Push him up? No, then then where are you going to put him? When he's comfortable. Not when he's here first day because you're going to give him like a little bit of ice time, kind yeah. of your feet wet. Type of, but when he's comfortable and he's been here 12, 15 games, where do you see him? Where When this team is at its best, where do you line him up?
3: I, uh, do you know what? Actually... Third line might be good. I'm just thinking about the idea of Holloway being back too. So your third line could then be Holloway, McLeod, Corey Perry. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. three different aspects of it, and just seeing what McLeod and Ho- and Fogle were able to have success with Drysaddle. Not compared Dry Drysaddle to Perry, <laughs> just in the the tempo side of the game. Like maybe that can benefit Perry a lot too.
4: I'm telling you, man. Corey Perry could probably go up and down that lineup too. He probably could put him I just in front of them. Need him up. First. no no, but when it's time to like switch things up, maybe you're down by a goal or yeah. two and just throw a curveball at the other team Put him out there with Connor put him out there with Leon put him in front of the net while that while someone's cycling out there that's gonna it's gonna create it's some uh, some issues for other
0: teams
3: Dan, where is Corey Perry going if you want sign him?
0: yeah, I like the idea of using him as your utility knife you pencil him in in that three or four slot and then uh wait for it but I just don't think it's happening myself. I think he's gonna just choose somewhere else myself. I think he' here.
2: I uh, I agree with, like, how, like, I was thinking about him playing with Leon or whatever, but when you need somebody, when you need somebody to, you know, roughhouse a little bit, especially when, you know, there's a pest on the other side of the ice, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a good thing to have an actual person that's going to fight for you.
3: Now, this one comes in. So, Greg is my friend. Wow, and Greg and I have been good friends for a long time. And you
4: chose to make a good. Are you saying Gregor? People on the, p- on the no, ball. Greg. Oh, Greg. Okay. Greg. Greg. Greg
3: Greg McKegg the Egg. There you go. Greg, there's a lot of things I don't agree with. Very silly man, but the thing I'll disagree with him on the most is the fact he puts his pizza pops in the oven. Now the question is. Okay. <laughs> Do well, pizza pops belong in the oven to be cooked or the microwave? Are you going from frozen or from raw? They are right out of the bag. So frozen? Yeah, frozen. If you're going to do, it depends.
4: Are you are you hungry right now? <laughs> is it a 3 o'clock in the morning type of a situation after the bar? Yeah, or is it like an 8 yes. p.m. and you got, you know, it's like a bit of a dinner. Because if you're going to make it a bit of a dinner, then you put it in the oven. You got a bit of an upper class if, pizza pop. If, you're if you're it's like, looking, hey, listen, I've been boozing all night and I need to, I need right snack.
3: now. That's, that's with the microwave. Well, There's label options it as here. It's a quick snack because that's what, how God wanted it to be. Well, if you have three though, you can make it a dinner. Don't make this more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me to as put soon it As soon as you asked that question, I had all these things pop up in my head. And this is his same argument. And every I have a group chat with all my friends, and this has been brought up, and Greg is the only man in our group chat that agrees with it.
4: I'll tell you this if you're gonna go out before you leave the house, before you go to the bar, take that box of pizza pops, put them on the counter. Now they're ready all to right. go.
0: That is smart. So Thank you're you.
3: saying microwave, but you have to be there's
0: different situations for all <laughs> Okay, Dan. <laughs> I'm saying throw away the pizza pockets. They're a terrible Whoa,
4: food. whoa, 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 whoa. He <laughs> said pizza pops. I or agree. Pizza pops, throw away yeah. pizza pops. pockets, go in the garbage. Wait, what, pizza what are pizza, pizza pops? pops?
3: Pizza pops. They're like the...
4: No, you should be asking what are pizza pockets, because pizza pops were the original. Sorry for popping my peas. <laughs> What are we talking like the little mini pizzas? No, those are are like bite sized pizza bagels. So what am I what am I? Pizza
0: pops are like shaped like this. Those little oh little the Pillsbury balls okay yeah, i can't do it The little it's like thing. a d it's too hot inside yep yeah, no not doing it there's a there's a really good jim gaffigan bit about those hot, things, hot yeah. pockets they're hot, you can
4: just poke them with a the night poke yeah. them with fork And
0: I'm, yeah. i else. i'm a big baby when it comes to the roof of my mouth it is and and i have burned the roof of my mouth too many times so i avoid food actively that is going to do that to me pierogies are coffee? always on watch i don't you know me so, you know me i'm an energy before. drink guy so you Only. microwave yes, or oven? no hot liquids? No, I won't. I won't eat them. <laughs> I've, I haven't eaten a pizza pop since I was like eight years old. My grandmother used to bake them in the oven for me and uh, I won't Grandma do it. anymore.
3: oven oven wins. Oh, golly Wally. Kennedy, please don't do this to me. Don't do it to please, Don't do it to Dan's grandmother. God Fryer. rest your soul. Okay. Oh, that one off—that's basically a microwave.
2: No, it's not. It's different. It's ha- it's, it's half and half. <laughs> it's
3: it's a, a fast oven. It's half
0: and half. It's a fast
3: oven. Exactly. Different
2: crust on it.
4: You get the ov- you, you get, get the oven quality with the microwave time. This I'm didn't go how you thought it, it would. I cut this from. The yeah, house. I thought not it would. People no, need to hear this. No, great.
3: but there's one man that doesn't need to hear it, and he's Greg. 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 This will not
4: be well, good Greg. for my Kennedy. Wife. <laughs> you can get
3: this and just DM Greg directly,
4: right? Like yeah. I know Liam took this out of the podcast, but just so you know, it was a seven minute bit. <laughs> a seven Boilers minute convo, and hear it, and we're gonna send it to you directly.
3: I'm no, on it. Not good, Greg's Liam can't win this one. Okay, well, Liam. Let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Time for hot and cold performers, as our friend BM would say, who I haven't seen for two weeks now. Yes. I didn't show up at all this week. Nope. Didn't skip see it at all. both podcasts. <laughs> we'll start with our veggies. Rogue milk. <laughs> Rick, your cold performer of the week, please.
4: Well, we're going to give it a couple here. And this is all because of the last night. So there, but right beside me to my left, there were two people who were eating pizza, two dudes who were eating pizza during the, both inter, both Anthems, sorry, refused to stand, just kept eating their pizzas. I had a serious issue with that. My buddy pointed out to me. I was like, I know. You get, like, my face is going red. I, like, one of those things where you need to say something. Held it to myself, so I gave myself a pat on the back. But then it has to be the people that are, were in charge of uh, the people up and down the stairs in my in my section. Sure, sure. It was terrible. The puck would drop, and then like eight people would come walking on down. Like who's walking? Who's watching up there? That guy needs to work on his job because he can't be letting people walk down there. And as much as I had an issue with it, so did P- I. Could hear people say it quietly around me. So then I just took that and made it louder. Good, as I usually do
0: i'm upset i was upset i have to call it out because i think the rogers place has cut back on their ushering staff ushering staff quite a bit like cut back? Not, yeah. not heads i don't uh, i think so
3: no i think you might be right i think uh, I, I in the upper bowl, i yes make
0: it down to the low and that's and that's where <laughs> i think that the issue is because what you're experiencing rick is what we've experienced in the upper bowl for a long time and more recently it's like it's almost like the wild west up there it is just it is a free-for-all during the during the periods. So I, don't People know where up my, so I had one lady work in our area for years on years and years. Don't
4: know where she ended up. She separated her shoulder last year. so she's out most of the year. Saw at the end of the year. Haven't seen her again. But then there's one dude like in the section where the guy's with the pizzas and weren't standing up. Yeah. That guy, he usually comes by and like, hey man, give me a little fucking dab. He's like, I like your style. I like the, your comments and stuff. It's <laughs> very nice. Fully, but the guy working my section, I don't know, that guy was new and he
0: was not very good yeah so no i'm with you there
3: would you like me to come to you after kennedy
0: you can come to me after kennedy
3: kennedy give me your cold performer (laughs) of the week please my cold
2: performer of the week is the month of january (laughs)
3: we're not even halfway we're just over halfway
2: oh i just love this time of year it's cold it's dreary it's like you don't really have like yeah there's hockey on but trying to like motivate i i'm a very much a workout outside kind of girl And walks in the river valley and stairs and all that. So having to, you know, actually go to a gym or whatever sucks. And just, you know, I don't know. There's the pressure of like needing to have a New Year's resolution and all that
4: bullshit, and I hate it. So don't let that pressure get on you.
2: I know. Yeah, I already failed. You
4: want to make a change, and it's a Thursday the third. Go right ahead. All Friday the nineteenth. Either
3: or. True. You
4: do. You. No, I have to wait till the calendar flips. No. Well, it flips twelve times
3: a year. Are you thrilled? I'm not. Uh, my cold performer of the week before we get to Dan, P.K. Subban, despite what Rick says. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not look at Rick when I said that. Word. 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 Dan, go ahead. The floor is yours.
0: I, I'm just going to give it out, and it kind of encompasses everything you guys have talked about, too. I'm just going to give it out to people being fucking miserable right now. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of it. I I... I you know, I think it's a little ironic for me to say this when Rick and I just had our little <laughs> our little spat going back and forth. But at the end of the day, Rick and I know like there's two people sitting in this podcast that I think that respect each other more than anything, and it's Rick and I because we just we know that at the end of the day we're we're, we're walking out of here and we're still friends yeah. and 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 it's fine. But there's so much of this going on in this world right now, punching down people, just fucking being miserable, and I'm sick and tired of it. I want to see some joy. I want to see some happiness. Uh, I loved seeing the event last night. And there's gonna be more on that in my hot performer so uh cold performer of the week is just people's fucking miserable attitude right now stop doing it or i'm gonna punch somebody in the face they are just fucking ass right now Eh? that's some synergy (laughs) all right hot
3: performer of the week Dan, you may as well kick us off.
0: My hot performer of the week is going to go out to everybody around the Edmonton Weathers organization for last night's Pride Night. What a wonderful event it was to put on. uh, See Pride's or stick tape, sorry, Pride tape, uh, getting the front and center uh, focus point that they deserve. Uh, And you know what? To the few people that still get upset at seeing a rainbow, shout out to you because you're the reason that Pride Night keeps happening and Edmonton did a great job with theirs last night.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, it looks like the the players all kind of took part in it too. Yeah. The, looks, the building was,
2: was all in rainbows. It was. Yeah. I, do you know
3: what was cool actually when they? I wish they would do this, and maybe they didn't, i have just not noticed. But when they walked down the tunnel, and it was like the rainbow colors. Yeah. Yep. Do they make that orange and blue when it's just like a regular? Yeah. Yep. They yes. do. Okay. Maybe I should just pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Should. Okay. What do we got? Well. here? Any? Oh, I should have just Boy. Oh, no. That's a bad one. <laughs> that's also bad. One. Do we have good ones?
4: I think BM took them with him.
3: Uh, b- 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 sorry. Uh, He's uh, a hot guy. Easy go. peasy. All right. uh Kennedy, help <laughs> perform. I was like, this week?
2: Roadcaster doesn't have the buttons that I put onto it, so it doesn't have the armchair. Sure Speak
4: slowly so we can find another
3: button, though. Yeah. That's well, true. Yeah, start looking for my buttons. Buy button Liam some time I think Yeah, I've got them all now.
2: Okay. We only need um, three more. <laughs> Okay, cool. Okay. My hot performer, I'm giving it to the freaking Edmonton Oilers because we're now on a 12 game win streak. I, the history's been made. I have been so nerve wracking and nervous about this. So seeing this uh, history be made and like even like the 80s Oilers didn't do it, watching the Connor Leon era, the McDry era, it's been great. I've been loving the city. The big
1: guy is smoking hot. Uh,
3: I'll just give mine quickly, Rick. I will give mine to our new intern, Elijah. He's mm. done a very good job so far during his tenure. I think he's been here for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit longer. You also,
2: we didn't know his name. You? No, I knew know. his name.
0: <laughs> wink. Wink. A couple days. Listeners Winks of the a podcast, yes. listeners wink. of the podcast, didn't see Liam wink there. No. You didn't see that Liam going
2: on our meeting and being like, "His name's Elias, no Elijah, well, no." And then the, all was day we were official. like, "I don't know I who is, is
0: it." Was, it's true. You did plant only, a
3: seed of doubt into yes, everybody else's everybody mind, though. Like, What's his name? He's <laughs> only day two, though. I know you're listening. Yeah, oh yeah, it's early. It's but early days The reason I got confused is because we have Elias who works in the big office in Toronto, who I talk to all the time.
4: Language barrier.
3: I know English <laughs> is such a struggle for me sometimes. It really cool. feels like it. so. Shout out Elijah, our intern. I think. I think it's Friday, baby. Yeah, let's celebrate Friday. Woo!
0: You can't Rick? blame the British. They only invented English the, language. With the English. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to be called the Great British?
4: Though
3: it's got the word "great" in it. That is great. And I don't mind being called British. But my mm-hmm. big pickle with it was. If I was Scottish or Irish or Welsh, you would never ever call them British. You would call them Scottish, Irish, or Welsh. But for some reason, the English are just strictly labeled as Brits. I don't get it. Like, I really, I, these guys were the biggest and mightiest. And
0: because course. you guys started the wanting to be called Brits? Probably, or, yeah. But
3: like,. I'm English. Yeah. I'm an English. I'm actually my great brace, great princess. Damn it. And you can't cut that part out. Yeah. That is gonna 4D chess. Yep. Damn it. There's
0: so much to edit on this part. Rick. It's just going to be all of our voices whole chopped whole file, out. Yeah. It's all just Liam now and nobody else's <laughs> yeah, voices.
3: No, I won't, maybe I won't be in this. What one. do you
0: think of that, Rick? Interesting thought, Rick. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Rick, the final thoughts of the show go to you.
4: Well, after last night, and you look at the Toronto game, I think the big fellow with the big moustache in the, in the back deserves a, a bit of a pat on the back. He had that incredible glove save against the Leafs that kind of helped uh, propel us forward, and then he was solid last night too. Even that third goal, I know he didn't like it very much. Kind of snuck past some glove side. He kind of looked to the sky, but he was solid after that, and a lot of people tried to move on from him earlier this season. And he is not a uh, 2nd guest himself. He's been very even-keeled the whole way through, through wins and losses. I think that's exactly what you need of a goaltender. And I think we have something special on our hands. Put some respect on my name. Yeah. Yes, sir.
3: All right, there you have it, folks. Oilers Nation Radio, January 19th edition of the show. Shout-out Booster Juice, DoorDash, Wendy's, oh. uh, Oodle Noodle, Cross, also, don't forget, leave your reviews.
2: Leave a review for yeah. a Noodle Noodle review. And we then send
0: Kennedy sleep. an email.
3: You have to go back and listen, though. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to the mouth breathers on this podcast and to you, all the listeners, <sighs> for listening to the show, whatever reason you listen to us. So farewell, everybody. Go
1: Oilers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it You can trust that feeling of real
1: is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of, Real extreme darkness. (laughs) A lot of laughs.
3: Y'all weird, but you you were different.
1: And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love...